0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to my Housewives 411 podcast. It is Tuesday, December 6th, and we are going to be talking. Normally, we're talking Housewives headlines and happy things. Um, but today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about of a serious subject that is going to be. It's a tough subject, so this is a little bit of a disclaimer warning um, for anyone. We're going to be talking about producers for Housewives podcasts that include the morally corrupt Chris Harris What are we talking about here? We're going to get into all of that. What Housewives, we're going to get into all of that as well. Um, But just before we do, I want to let you guys know, of course, everything in this podcast is a legend for educational purposes only. And all of the content and information I'm going to be giving you will be coming from websites that I am going to be quoting in the description and um, along in the podcast. Now, this is not going to be an extensive, deep dive, excuse me, detailed, excuse me, Deep dive into Chris Harrison because we got to get up to speed with what's going on right now because he has his hands in the mix in Jersey Housewives in OC Housewives and we and, and why does that matter? Right? Let's get into all of this. Okay again guys I'm gonna be posting all of my receipts I am a fact person if you're new to my audience I am all about facts okay everyone is welcome here it doesn't matter what side what team you're on if you're on the dark side the good side the bad side you're all welcome here as long as that we can correspond respectfully okay so let's get let's let's jump into this guys we know that yesterday And we've been anticipating a podcast coming from two Jersey girls, right? And we know that the two T's in the podcast with Tamara Judge and Teddy Mellencamp are allegedly going to be the producers of this podcast coming out with these Jersey ladies, okay? And we're going to get into all of that and how Chris Harrison has a part in that but first we got to talk about why Chris Harrison is problematic well he is problematic let's do a little bit of let's go into a little bit of history of of Chris he was um the bachelor host for 20 years okay he again 20 years on ABC and he Did a fantastic job from what everyone can say. He was also part of, he was producers on The Bachelor. All of the spinoffs, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. And um, all of that, of course, went out the door when he, you know, stepped away. You'll never, Chris has allegedly done a really great job of scrubbing the internet and really putting a lot of um, articles about how amazing he is out there. So I want to um, talk to you guys first by telling you, give me one second. Now, there's a lot of players in this game, as there always is, because we're talking about The Bachelor. So what happens is, is we have a Bachelor contestant whose name is, I don't know if they pronounced it Raquel or Rachel, but we call her by her last name because of the fact that the woman who... Mr. Harrison does this interview with her name is also Rachel. Her name is actually Rachel Lindsay. You guys should go check her out. She is gorgeous. She was actually the first black um bachelorette ever. And she went on to do like entertainment gigs, right? So she was on entertainment weekly. And what happens is, is there there's a bachelor, this beautiful uh, chocolate sexy man and one of the girls it comes out these pictures come out from when she was in a sorority we're gonna get into all of that okay and they were her taking part in a what some would consider a party rooted in racism okay and Chris Harris goes on to defend her. Now, this interview, again, it's not a lot of places. So if you guys are going to check it out, I'm, I i recorded it. I have it. But it's also on EW.com, okay? And I want to make sure you guys make sure you watch the one with Chris Harrison and Rachel Lindsay, okay? Because it's very, very telling of, of this man because it's it not a great look for him at all. So let's get into this anyways. I'm so sorry over here, babbling away as per my usual. But I just want to find the exact article for you guys. I'm so sorry here. Um. Anyways, going on to say that basically Chris goes on and he does this interview and it is not good. He basically defends. He defends. The, the acts of this young lady, even though it was five years ago. um, At the time, it was in 2000, I think I want to say 18. And it was during a sorority party. And in this interview with Rachel, he's very, he kind of, he speaks over her. He seems a little bit aggressive, in my opinion. He seems very strongly opinionated. It seems to me that Rachel, that out of the two people in the that had to do with the conversation, it seems like Rachel would have had the most experience and and should have had um, more time to give her opinions and thoughts, right? (laughs) Like, she barely gets to talk at all. And so that's the only thing I really hate about the interview as well. Here we go, guys. Okay, this is what I wanted to go over with you guys. This is gonna be the actual interview. This is gonna tell you everything that you need to know. So, Kirk Connell, who, who is on ABC, so again, this is gonna be like current. Kirk Connell, who's on ABC's show, Allegedly photographed at an antebellum platform-themed fraternity ball in 2018. On TikTok, Cornell also has been accused of racially insensitive behavior, such as liking photos containing a Confederate flag. And she did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. But on Thursday, the reality star issued an apology on Instagram. So just to get everyone up to speed, at the time that this took place, it was during a bachelor season. So there was a bachelor man who had all these women fighting for his love and attention. McConnell was one of those girls it came out these pictures from an Annabella plantation themed fraternity ball in 2018 and then also allegedly allegations of her liking Confederate flag and stuff like that on Instagram okay and have you know six weeks goes by before she truly makes a statement and so she goes to Instagram. Although she did not confirm specific accusations in the lengthy post, Kirkano wrote that there were truths that have come to light that I need to address. I'm here to say I was wrong. At one point, I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were, but that doesn't excuse them. My age or when it happened does not excuse anything. There are no- they. They are not acceptable or okay in any sense. I was ignorant, but my ignorance was racist. On Tuesday, Chris Harrison came under fire while discussing the controversy in an interview with extra correspondent with the first black bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay. During the conversation, Harrison seemed to focus on... On critics for attacking Kirkconnell for doing something he said 50 million people did in 2018 while asking fans for a little bit of grace for Kirkconnell. Harrison apologizes for his remarks in an Instagram statement on Wednesday. To my Bachelor Nation family, I will always own a mistake when I make one, so here I am to extend my sincere apology. I have this incredible platform to speak about love, and yesterday I took a stance on topics about which I should have been better informed. You think? While I do not speak for Rachel Kirkconnell, my intentions were simply to ask for grace and offering her an opportunity to speak on her own behalf. What I now realize is I have done is caused more harm by wrongly speaking in a manner that perpetuates racism, and for that, I am deeply sorry. I also apologize to my friend Rachel Lindsay for not listening to her better on a topic she has firsthand understanding of. Yeah, thank. And I humbly ask the members of the Bachelor Nation who have reached out to hold me accountable, I promise I will do better. Okay? In Tuesday's interview with Lindsay, Harrison said, we all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion. I've seen some stuff online. Once again, this jury, judge-jury-executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart and diving into her parents and her parents' voting records is unbelievably alarming to watch. He added, I haven't heard Rachel speak on this yet and until I actually hear this woman have a chance to speak, who am I to say any of this? He goes on to say, That Kirkconnell was simply, quote, at a sorority sorority party five years ago. And that's it. To which Rachel Lindsay, the correspondent, corrected the pictures from 2018 at an Old South Annabellum party. That doesn't look good. This is Chris's response. Well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018? Or is it not a good look in 2021? Because there's a big difference. And I love her response here. She says, it's not ever a good look. (laughs) <laughs> She's, she she said nicely, it's not a good look ever. And she said, if I went to that party, what would I represent at that party? He responds with, you're 100% right in 2021, Harrison argued, that was not the case in 2018. And again, I'm not defending Connell. I just know that I... Don't, he says, I just know that I don't know. 50 million people did that in 2018. That was a type of party that a lot of people went to. And again, I'm not defending it, and I didn't go to one. 50 million people? First of all, if you're saying that you were, you're apologizing, you weren't educated for this, uh, Interview. Where the hell did you come up with 50 million people? Where did you did you just make that number up? I mean, are, these are the kind of people we're dealing with here? I'm not trying to mean me. But like, if you if you if you weren't prepared for the interview, where'd you get 50 million people? I'm not trying to be an asshole here. I'm asking my audience if you live in the south, do you think 50 million people took part in these Annabella plantation parties? If so, please let me know. Comment on my Instagram, email me something crazy to me. He goes on to say. My guess these girls got dressed up and went to a party and had a great time, and they were 18 years old. He said, and does that make it okay? I don't know, Rachel, you tell me. He later added, quote, "This poor girl." Kirk who has just thrown to the lions. I don't know how you're equipped when you've never done this before to be woke enough, to be eloquent enough, to be ready to handle this. And my guess is this one needs a little more time. Matt James, who's the first black bachelor. He's the one who Kirk you know, obviously trying to win his affection. He wants to make a statement because he's like, damn, you know, and he says, I haven't spoken to anybody since the show. ended. And I would say I would like to say that you have to be really careful about what you're doing on social media. Rumors are dark and nasty and can ruin people's lives, so I would give people the benefit of the doubt and hopefully she will have her time to speak on that. And then it, the article ended. The the Bachelor franchise is certainly not new to criticism or lack of diversity because the participants have been called out for problematic behavior. In 2018, Bachelorette contestant Garrett Y-R-I-G-O-Y-E-N, apologized after he came out and like Post mocking Parkland students, trans people, undocumented immigrants, and others. So that's a piece of the interview. Um, I think what I'm gonna do, actually, I'm gonna post the actual interview following this. It'll be like in a separate part, so that way you guys can just go listen to his interview with Rachel Lindsay that inevitably he stepped down from, okay? That was the interview. So fast forward he steps down, um from ABC. Chris Harris does, okay? He steps down with a nine million dollar bonus, I guess, if you will. And eighteen months later, he steps onto the scene in iHeartRadio World. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, iHeart. Yes, iHeart Radio. The one with all the housewives? Yes, that one. <laughs> um One second, Bachelor. So, in December 2022, after being away for 18 months and writing two books and getting married to um, his wife, who did not take his last name, um, it was even quoted by his wife in saying that they were starting a new slate in the production world, basically. But first, in 2022, in December um, you can go online. He did a great job of just flooding the internet with lots and lots of news articles about him going and starting his own podcast, okay? And he's going to iHeart to start his own podcast, and he wants to make sure that people understand that he's really sorry for everything that happened, and it was so stressful for him, and he lost 20 pounds. He also wrote two books, by the way, guys. Did I did I tell you guys that? <laughs> Two books. If you go to com, you can buy something for anyone in the family. I'm not joking. Like, if you are looking for some Christmas presents and you're bored. Sorry, I'm going to sip my coffee. I can't. I need a sip. Mmm. So good. Okay. Um, If you need a gift, go to chrisharrison.com. There's gifts for everyone in the family. The man's selling everything. He's selling clothes. He's selling books. He's selling um. Cameo's he's st- selling virtual visits with y'all. I mean, it is really really insane. What the the virtual visits are, one was 6500 and the other one was 5000. Okay. So then he heads on over to iHeartWorld and he starts his own podcast and he lets us know that you know, no worries It's been 18 months. I'm just going to start my podcast over here and everyone be nice to me, please. I just want to come onto the podcast world and start, you know, podcasting. So no one really says anything. We don't, we don't say anything about it. Right. But also let me, this is going to let you know a lot about Chris Harrison. Guess what the name of his, um, podcast is the most dramatic podcast ever with Chris Harrison. Now, what I want you guys to also know, Chris Harrison is um, working with iHeart. So after this happens, he was producer on Two Tees in a Pod. Now his name's not showing up on iHeart right now in the description. And I know that they could possibly be going under some changes with Teddy Mellencamp. I did hear rumors. I'm not being mean or hateful. I just heard rumors that there was a possible let go or change there. And with everything that happened with Tamra this season on OC, not going as she had planned. I don't know. I'm not sure what they're doing with that podcast, but he is in fact listed on the podcast for the two Jersey ladies. Um, also guys, Teddy Mellencamp mentions Chris Harris several different times and lots of different episodes. They weren't hiding it from us. Okay. They weren't hiding it from us. We just didn't put two and two together. And why would be because look at the cast and the people working around Chris Harrison at iHeartRadio. This is where I get fired up. This is where I say it's clear there's no diversity. So you got Tamara and Teddy, Chris Harris, Chris Harrison, producer, um, and then you've got the two Jersey ladies, Chris Harrison, producer, Tamara and Teddy, allegedly producer. Um, Chris Harrison and his wife are into Housewives. He he does interviews with Housewives. He even sat down uh, with Meredith Marks because he's a super fan of RHOC. So he does these podcasts. And this is, um, I don't know when this one was. <sighs> But anyways, he does a lot of podcasts. He likes the housewives. His wife likes the housewives. And she made a statement after they got married that basically he was getting a clean state and they were taking over the production world. And so it just comes to a point where I guess, guys, and listeners, I just want you guys to have a clear understanding of what you're listening to, who's producing it, and um, you can make your own decision from there. I'm not saying anything about Jackie and I'm not saying anything about Jen Fessler. Well, I'm not sorry. Huh. Um, <laughs> I like Jackie Goldschneider I want her to win I think she's beautiful And I think that she took my advice And got a stylist or something Because she's killing it She looks amazing lately She's dressing amazing Her hair is amazing Everything's amazing with her She looks great She's killing it Um, But Jen Fessler guys I mean it's like Jennifer, or Je- Jackie you can't co-sign for Jen Fessler yet You want to know why Because we don't even know If we trust you all the way Do you see what I'm saying? Like, we're still keeping an eye on you, and you're over here bringing other people onto, you know, the crew, onto onto a podcast. And you're going to be Team Teresa, but you're going to do this podcast with Jen Fessler, who's done nothing but confess their undying love from Margaret Josephs, over and over again, in every single Episode and watch what happens live. She's let us know that she's undying love and loyalty to Margaret Joseph's, and that's not changing. Um, and that's fine, okay. But i just don't think that's somebody that Jackie should be rocking with and doing a how and doing a podcast with, because then you also have Tamara and Teddy as your producers. And who did Tamara and Teddy hate? Teresa, right? I mean, come on, guys. One plus one is two. I, I mean, the Chris Harrison thing is like on its whole other level. It's a whole other, you know, it's this whole other um, enemy, devil, whatever you want to call it. And I just think that they are, I don't know. I don't, I can't really give my personal opinion on my thoughts, but I would like to say that this is not what I like to see with my housewives, and there's several reasons why, but I don't like to be snuck up on. I know that Teddy Mellencamp's been mentioning his name like crazy, but maybe it just would have been nice, I guess, for him to – them to – I don't know. Do something to let us know that that's the, who they're putting on the producers for the Housewives, or how about not put him on Housewives produ- as a producer? This gives me the feeling that they're trying to wiggle his way into Housewives, and I don't know if he's like Andy. You know, I'm not saying like he's coming for Andy Cohen or anything like that. I'm just saying he came from the show Bachelor. He's not going to be able to go back there. I just don't think think ABC wants him back. I've read plenty of articles where when they claim that he stepped away, it really wasn't a step away. It was more like a uh, you ain't welcome here no more <laughs> like, and, and they knew that he wasn't coming back. So uh, to me, it just seems like they already knew that and he probably knew that as well. He was just trying to save face, which is fine, whatever. However, um, I just don't think that it's cool to put him on these housewives podcasts and, and to start bringing him into the housewives world. We have enough issues with racism and not having much diversity on our cast and feeling like, you know, everything Nini Leak said and everything, some of the real housewives of Atlanta have said and the the things we've seen, you know, <laughs> look at Real housewives of Salt Lake city and the girl that got fired over there because she had all those racist Instagram posts. I mean, like, this stuff is very real and it's very offensive to people. And Bravo already has a very difficult time being dynamic, diverse, if that's the case. They've offended Pretty much anyone <laughs> that isn't white that's been on the show except for a very limited few. And I just don't think that Chris Harrison is the right person to be producing Housewives podcast. And that's just my personal opinion. But you guys can make it your own personal opinion. You can check out all of the websites. I'm going to list them in the description. Um, I'm going to be doing more on the subject, obviously. But I wanted to let you guys know because their podcast came out yesterday. I've been working on this for a long time. That's why I said, guys, I have um, a screenshot from their podcast where Chris Harrison is named the producer. And I don't even need that because we've heard Teddy say it a hundred times on the show. And then, um, again, Chris Harrison is listed under, you know, the 2J's podcast as a producer. So I guess we have to ask ourselves as the Bravo community, are we okay with Chris Harrison working in the Housewives community when he has a reputation, a rapport, a history of possibly... Having a privileged racist perspective. I don't know. You guys are going to have to let me know. Um, make sure that you guys leave a five-star review. Um, go online to my website. I'm going to be getting all this stuff uploaded. I'm going to be having a lot more interviews to come as well. And... um I'm working on getting some people over here to talk to you guys about this, um, getting some statements and um, posting some of those receipts, like I said, to my website. Make sure that you guys check out my YouTube, Housewives411. And, um, of course, everything in this video is a legend for entertainment purposes only. If you want to email me, housewifehistorian2022 at gmail.com. And you guys have a great day. Bye.